Hello and welcome to the Inside Sport NRL Dead in Gold podcast number five, mate. We should be getting good at this now. Number five, and yeah, wow. <laughs> we've come so far. Okay. <laughs> when you said that just then, I, I thought, no, we've only just started this last week. And, mate, absolutely. And we're already experts at it, so wow. we're flying. We, we're getting better, mate. We're getting better. <laughs> yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully we get a few more of you guys tuning in, and, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. But the response has been pretty good so far. <laughs> uh, mate, plenty to talk about yeah, yeah. again. Yeah. Um, first of all, let's talk about Gallon's Dive. <laughs> Why not on the weekend? Yeah, sure. Um, obviously, uh, Woods did touch him. Yep. And um, mate, get, let's take let's put this in in comparison here to uh, to good old uh, Samuel Johnson who took out the gold logie. Um, yep. Mate, this was this was a gold logie performance <laughs> from Gallon. He's great. I mean, his old bash brother uh, Greg Bird used to be good at it too, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he he, uh, he was great at the old strangler, you know, fake strangle and all that sort of yeah, around the neck and and whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gal's taking a dive here. What what do you think about it? Well, what I think about it is um, it, it goes against the image yeah. that we're supposed to have yeah. of rugby league players. Like we see their big. Mm. Physiques and mm. and the work that they put into mm. to to their preparation and yeah, well and then you can knock some of them over with a feather. It's uh, you know I mean it, had, it, it takes me back to what Paul Langmack um, said to me in an interview yeah. earlier on in the year. Yeah. He said these blokes can bench press yeah. hundreds of oh I don't know if not hundreds but really heavy weights at yeah. training yeah. and in in, in um, loose tackles. You know, mm. they somehow keep dropping the ball. It's it's not a good look, really. Like it's not it's not, not ideal. No. I, I agree with you. It goes. It does. Uh, other codes um, probably condone, maybe even embrace mm. such theatrics, which is what it is. Mm. I agree with what you just said, then, James. But, but. I must say, yeah. uh, I think what what Gallon's done is actually expose how farcical the bunker is. Mm. You know, um, and this butt is going to save us from what we just said about Paul Gallen. You know, <laughs> because he's one of the toughest blokes to have ever played the game. So, but but I'm, I'm waiting to hear what's going to come out of you yeah. now because I'm liking the word butt. Yeah, there's a butt. Yeah, um, I think if anything, it it exposes the bunker for for the shambolic mess that it is. Yeah, uh, for for the, for the bunker to actually rule on this. I mean, there was no way known that. Um, that Gallon was going to get anywhere near Tedesco. He's yeah. come out and said as much. Gallon's actually come out and said, I was never going to get to him. He, he stopped short of saying that he did take a dive. Uh, he wouldn't admit to that, but he just said, within the rules, Aaron Woods, uh, Woods isn't allowed to touch him. Um, so basically, Woods did touch him and he went down. Yeah. Um, I agree with what you've said, but I think, um, if anything, the bunker should have just... Said, are you kidding me? I mean, admittedly, it was in the twenty-third minute yeah, of the yeah. match. The Tigers went on to lose twenty-two sixteen. Very important try in the end, as as every try is mm. in this game. Um, but yeah, I think I think what what uh, Gallon's done is show us how farcical the bunker is because um, the bunker could have if if you've got former players that know the game in that bunker, uh, any former player or or, or you know, a casual viewer would have said, that's a try. That's a try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I, it, I, I, I'm sure Gallen wasn't trying to prove a point, but in the end he has. He has proved a point, yeah. Of how, of how stupid the bunker can and, be. And on top of the bunker you've got the issue of the rule book. The rule book. It's, you know, it's, there's, a, there's very touchy rules in there at the there moment, is. isn't there, and, and uh, which relate to 1% plays that yep. happened five, ten yep. years ago, and, and they're yep. still in there, and yep. that's Gus's argument. We've got rules, too many rules in there. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that was another point that he was trying to make. Yeah. Absolutely, and there should be yep. a common sense rule. Yeah. That should be rule number one. Exactly. Use, use your brain. <laughs> rule number one, use your brain, and, and let's have a good think about, because it's not a good look for the game. No, no. This sort of stuff, and it's becoming more and more prevalent. There's a couple other things we're going to talk about later. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a bad look for the game. This is a tough sport. It, it, isn't it funny how a lot of the, when these sort of things happen, a lot of the time when a player goes down, mm. it makes it look even less likely that that player was going to get uh, to another player. It does. Exactly. You, you have a look at it and you think, well, okay, that player's gone down, but he'd have to break the... 100 meter record yeah. to get to this bloke so it, yep. it highlights other um, oddities does. doesn't it it in, does in absolutely yeah. absolutely and like I said Gallon said as much there's no way <laughs> Tedesco's a, a, a really quick player there's no way I was going to get to him oh well, on those words then he didn't take a dive then so uh, <laughs> yeah well, well he's, yeah. I just <laughs> he did mate <laughs> yeah I see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. so there you go so um yeah, it's it's obviously created a lot of headlines, but yeah. Oh, oh Gallon, he's uh, <laughs> he's he's a good one. Um, okay, mate. Um, why don't we talk about the city origin farce? Yeah, mate. This sort of irks me. Yeah. It's upset me. Um, and I'm a Queenslander. I mean, we spoke about this last week, and the farce I'm talking about is Monday morning. We get a press release at nine thirty, which is when the team was supposed to be named, saying. Uh, we're going to have to delay it by at least three hours so we can find enough players to field the, the city side. Yeah, this is Brad Fittler's side. Um, can you believe it, mate? No. Uh, y- yes and no. Uh, no to the extent that this is rugby league and we're all supposed to be pulling in the same direction. Yeah. When things like this happen, it proves that we're not. Um, and for those uh, Canterbury, Canberra, and North Queensland to mm. to come out and say that we we're not. Um, allowing our players to play this mm. this indicates that not every, everybody's not on the same page. Yeah, and it's and, and, and it's harmful. It's yeah, it damages a spectacle that's been around for a really long time. It's actually one of the oldest events in in the Australian game. So yeah, and it's because of these sort of things, not just because of what happened this year. It's, for the last five mm. years, it's been building up to this yeah. boycott sort of stage, and uh, yeah, less and less people are taking it seriously and that's that's not right no uh, and, and it's on behalf of the clubs i mean the clubs um always always sort of take the position that that they are the most important in the game yeah when really uh without the grassroots without the country <laughs> and the bush i mean i mean they've produced so many players from the bush yeah um you know they, the the clubs are no one uh, without the players and um, it is a slap in the face and, and tradition I mean there's something uh, you know it, it tradition seems to be so easily broken in rugby league for yeah. some reason um, where, whether it be the changing of the to, to the twilight grand final or not even the twilight the night going from that traditional Sunday afternoon to, to the night time little things like that really mess with tradition and yeah um, it, 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 
you know, it softens the fabric. It weakens the fabric, the things that tie the game together. Yeah, sometimes it moves too quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. You've got jersey changes year to year. Yeah. And you have a look at other sports who've got look the same... Look at the AFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got the same... Essendon have got the same jersey they've always had. And that's great. Most of them do. I mean, it is. <laughs> it's wonderful. It is. It's, yeah, it, it's funny. Tradition and, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's disappointing. But, but they did get a side. Yeah. Fittler did get a side. It's not a bad one. Because um, I tell you what happened last time when a side was denied players. The uh, Queenslanders in 1995, they... <laughs> they swept the series 3-0, so who knows? Maybe this... Uh, it could. Yeah, yeah. Um, I noticed um, Penrith came to the to the rescue here, um, which mm. is really quite surprising because they're down the bottom of the ladder and you'd think that yeah. they'd need as many of their players kept um, as fresh as possible. Yeah. But, uh, Gus and um, Andy Griffin have come to the rescue and, and um, oh, well, they would, might have made it anyway, but mm. Moylan Peachy, Bryce Cartwright, mm. Tarmow and Nathan Cleary, they're mm. all... They're all in That's the game and they've probably saved they what was going to become a really dud spectacle. Absolutely, and that that's probably um, that's that's Gussie, isn't it? Just yeah. saying, <laughs> mate. You know, we should get him on. We've, we've uh, praised him three weeks yeah. in a row now. So, jeez, jeez, yeah. it's a yeah. No, good on you, Gus. That's great. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it, it's, it's it's very disappointing because um, I'm a Queenslander, yeah, um, and I've got no right to really care. Uh, about that particular fixture, a lot of Queenslanders wouldn't. No, um, no. but I do because it, it's it's part of the history of of the game we love. Yeah, and and the buzz as well, like for, for the younger players, like just say if you and I had a brother yeah. who was about to make grade, mm. or, you know, and you know, mm. so you watch him go through and, and make yeah. that, and imagine being told that you've. You know, being selected for city origin or country yeah. origin as a twenty-one, twenty-two-year-old, you'd be, be out of your skin, and and that's that's gone next year. So. And what a beautiful uh, or wonderful opportunity for uh, Laurie Daly mm. to put out his fringes and yeah. say, right, what are we? Who's going to step up here mm. against? If if they're two genuinely stacked sides, yeah. And I'm saying, pick the pick the origin incumbents, pick them all, yeah. get them out there. That's you know that's that's where it's at. That's what it, that's what should be happening. Um, if they did that and took it to the bush, it'd be a genuine spectacle. It would, and, it, and, it, and it's it's just a shame. Um, the NRL yet again shooting itself in the foot. Oh, I'd uh, be interesting to see how this weekend goes because you know they might find themselves having to rethink their decision. Maybe. Well, the NRL would have been would have been loving the fact that um, that that those clubs have refused their players to play because it strengthens their argument to get rid of the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's what right. they, they, they want. The, you know, if you're going to pull the pin on something, they want this to be a real flop this weekend. So Yeah, see, we told you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, say, yeah so anyway, um, anyway, there we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, Anzac Test. This is huge. Oh, this is, I'm so pumped for this weekend. Oh, I'm so excited as yeah. well, mate. This yeah. is, this is massive, um, so this is going to be a great game, no doubt about it. Two stack sides, but mate, why don't we play this on Anzac Day? I mean, what a spectacle that would be! Um, don't worry about the Sydney Roosters Dragons match. I mean, that was a success this year. No offence to those fans. That was <laughs> yeah. a fantastic forty thousand odd at the Sydney Football Stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Melbourne Warriors thing. Well, who cares? <laughs> but uh, which was played on the same day. But why not play this Anzac? test on Anzac Day. They're going to get rid of this game altogether. Yes. This is the last one. Who Who is up there in NRL HQ 
there's obviously someone up there that comes up with these moronic ideas. I say we keep that person there, but have an offsider to do the opposite of whatever that person <laughs> says. We're going to get rid of... Okay, this guy thinks we're going to get rid of... Okay, no, nah, we're going to keep it, because they should be keeping it. This would be a fantastic fixture. Um, obviously, the, the beautiful sentiment that's in the air on Anzac Day, it brings out emotions, it brings yeah. out... And these are two countries that fought side by side, um, died together, and really led a lot of um, a lot of the battles together, didn't they? I mean, the, yeah. and the mateship and the camaraderie, um, the guts and everything else. To have these two sides stacked, <coughs> and and don't take it to the Olympic Park, um, play it at the SFS or play it at Skilled Stadium that takes thirty thousand, yeah. or play it at Melbourne's Amy Park that takes about thirty thousand. Um, make it um, a ticket that, that, you know, not to say, you know, okay, well, well there's always going to be tickets available because there's 90,000 tickets. Make it an exclusive thing that people want to go to because I tell you what, having Australia and New Zealand side by side, the last post playing, the Australian, New Zealand, beautiful national anthems um, and, and make it an afternoon game. I mean, Anzac Day, a lot of people go to the... Um, you know, go to a dawn service and then they might go to the RSL for a few beers. Yeah. What what more would you like to see than the Anzac test on Anzac Day? What is the NRL thinking? <laughs> I mean, I'm no marketing guru, but but you've got to go with your heart and your heart leads and that, that would be a heartwarming fixture. There is, <laughs> there is a bit of a an element to this to to the Anzac Day footy, isn't there? You've had all that. Yeah. And then you sit down or you you have a look at it and you at the end of the day it's roosters and dragons. Yeah. It's um or, or as you say, Melbourne and Warriors. Who cares? If you don't follow those clubs it's, it's sometimes hard to get into it. And it would you actually know? trump yeah. the AFL's Collingwood Essendon game. That'd be huge, wouldn't it? I mean, okay, they get eighty seven thousand there. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that yeah. that's fine. But but as far as um I, I think it would it would be on par. Yeah. It might, yeah. might not trump it. But it'd be on par with it, and and our code could have its own um, really really important uh, tradition. I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, it's what should happen. At the very least, city Keep country, city countries should not be on the same yeah. weekend as a test yeah. match. That's that's a really ridiculous situation. Though. Yeah, it's like it's weird. It's, yeah, both of those events are mm. both of those games are events mm. in themselves, and mm. to have them a day apart, mm. two days apart, is ridiculous. Yep. It's, I, I agree. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But it's a real shame because that would be a yeah. beautiful match. Australia, yeah. New Zealand, whether it be in Australia, year for year, take it over there. Um, but that's something to really build some interest around. Yeah. And yeah. it'd be it'd be huge on television. I mean what do, there's nothing's open on Anzac Day no, except no. for the RSLs. Um, well, there, well there you go, there's there's the other aspect to it. Yeah, it's some. Um, it'd be such a it'd be such a feel good <clears throat> event to. Yeah, like everyone's on the same side, really. Yeah, the event, the game would be played, and you know there'd be some fiery confrontations there in would. it, and maybe a tomati dowling sideline <laughs> roll <laughs> yeah. every now and then. That'd be good exactly. to see. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I guess it's the club thing that I've really mm. got a bit of a bit of a, a bug against. Why those four clubs? Mm. Um, probably because they volunteered mm. twenty years ago to do it. But give everyone a go. Yeah, and, and a good way of giving everybody a go is that test match. Absolutely, the best of the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, um, um, the only other thing I can think of is as to why they're. Oh, but this doesn't really work. I've got to thinking about the World Cup 
and the staging of the World Cup mm. at, um, at the end of the year, maybe this would have been a good a good year to, to give it a miss mm. and everybody um, fires up for the World Cup at the end. Yeah. Maybe with the World Cup being staged in the mm. summer, mm. maybe they wouldn't wouldn't have played this, that Test match next year anyway. Maybe, maybe yeah. I don't know. I just think either way, in there, but it's yeah. one match, and we got to get more international football um, on on the calendar. Yeah, um, because the more the better. Yeah. The more the better. It's 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 you know watching that that Australian side and then and the New Zealand side. Both sides are really. Um, really stack so mate that's we'll talk about yeah um, this yeah. match a little bit later on cool um mate and and Fafita's back um yeah. he, he's come in there he's going to run on yeah uh, in the forwards um I, I think this is uh, a good call obviously Fafita was left out um of the four nations yeah last year following his uh public um uh, support for one punch killer convicted one punch killer um Kieran Loveridge, he obviously wore the um, uh, for Kieran on the armband that he was playing for FKL for Kieran Loveridge. Yeah, that he yeah, was, yeah, yeah. wore that on his arm strapping uh, in big black lettering, which was uh, extremely distasteful in my opinion. Um, and uh, that, that's the way the, the league saw it. He obviously um, a lot of conjecture uh, about it, uh, a lot of disapproval from 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 rugby league fans. Um, and and he was he was left out of that Four Nations tour. You could even say it had a massive bearing on him missing out on the Clive Churchill Medal in the Grand Final because his stats were amazing. He scored the um, uh, the, the 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 try that, that won them the match. He, he um, was in everything. He was yeah. in everything. He was the best player on the field. Yeah. I, I, I bought a ticket to that Grand Final last year and went and watched it. Twenty rows back or whatever, yeah. and he he was if you if you were just scaring an eye over the play, he was always in the play. He was mm. always in the action. That's by far the best game I've ever seen him play. There you go. Because I was quite amazed that they didn't win the Clive Churchill. I was calculating as the game went on. And, yep. And uh, yeah, he they just couldn't give it to him. Didn't win it. No. Because no. of because of that, um, yeah. which was a real shame. I mean, it's not, it's not excusing what he did. No, no, no. Um, but it, but he's paid his penance now, missing on the Four Nations. I really and I was yeah. really I really backed Mel Meninga. I mean, it's totally distasteful what he did. Um, you know, Meninga came out and just said that's not what we're about. You want to wear the green and gold. You know, it's not about what you do on the field. It's about what you do off the field. What sort of person you are. Um, and that really hurt for Fido. Obviously, there was talk that he was going to leave the NRL and uh, maybe pursue rugby or or, or whatever else. Um, yeah. And he stuck around. And but it is time to move on. And and he has paid the price. Missing out on a Four Nations tour, the chance to represent your country is punishment enough. I'm glad that he's back in. Yeah, so am I. From a football yeah. perspective, he's the most damaging prop in the game. Yeah. Um, and he'll just keep developing yep. more and more. Yep. Um, you know, really good in the absence of um, of Scott there. Absolutely. He's, he's going to be um, yeah, really terrific on Friday night. He'll be yeah. great. Yeah, he'll have a yeah. lot of mongrel. So great to see Fafita back. Yeah. Uh, mate, we might as well touch on this as well. Uh, on Thursday, it was confirmed uh, James Tedesco has uh, signed with the Roosters. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, four-year deal. Um, mate, thoughts on this? Do you think it's a good acquisition on their behalf? Oh, yeah, it is. Um, they make a lot of good acquisitions, the Roosters, don't they? Yeah, uh, it's a big cap, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like they say on the Matty Johns show, it's the sombrero. <laughs> like so, the Broncos. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've just got an embarrassment of riches now um, yeah. at the back, haven't they? They do. They can, they're just all lining up. Yeah. Apparently, Kenny Dow's been 
you know, linked around. link to Newcastle. Yeah. So maybe there's a bit of room there, but they're just going to be almost un- unstoppable at the back. Because so. the older Tedesco gets, the oh, the, the sharper, smart, yeah, and, and the smarter he gets too. He's, yeah. He's not a kid anymore. He's no. developing into just a real beast of a player. And yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just going to be really hard to stop at the back. Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. huge signing for them. And like you said, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. Um, obviously, Latrell Mitchell, I love him. Him as a fullback as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, you know, geez, you're blessed if you've got the opportunity to put him on the wing. <laughs> you know, you're doing all right, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a bit confused as to why it came out. To, why they announced it today is, is this the whole ten day cooling off period that's uh, yeah that's ended yeah I'd say so it's funny it isn't it be. everybody knows when it starts now yeah. this cooling off period yeah yeah and the announcement started some sometimes the announcements start even before yeah. they've signed and yeah, yeah. well I, I think it's great I mean uh, we're sick of it would you say the priority we called them uh, the priority signings yeah, for the yeah. Tigers yeah um, the four of them there or the big four yeah. um, which really wasn't the big four at all it was the big two yeah yeah it, that's all it was it was uh, Woods and Tedesco and now the four of their uh, futures uh, are settled uh, gee isn't it great? Oh, it's really. You don't good. see that. You don't have to see that anymore. Um, so it's really good. I'm glad. I'm glad that's done and dusted. Time to move on to something yeah, else now. Who was <laughs> uh, it? The, Co- the Cooper Cronk conjecture. What's what's going to follow? I guess we'll yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we'll see pretty soon, mate. We might as well. Um, anything else you wanted to talk about, mate? Um, not particularly. I'm, I'm uh, let, keen to get into these. Let's, let's have a look at some analysis, mate. Yeah, yeah. Now, first of all, we've got. Australia and New Zealand. First of all, we've bagged the NRL for a lot of things just there. Yeah. But this weekend is this is the best thing to happen to our game for a long time. It is a, it is an incredible weekend coming up. Um, you're going to see players do what they don't normally do because there's pride in the national jerseys, and you're going to see a lot of talent unearthed that normally runs around yeah. in. You know, reserve grade. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's that national pride, and yeah. it, it really uh, lets players' uh, natural abilities come out, and it's going to be enormous. Absolutely, and it's yeah. the, it's an opportunity for the fan to see the best Australian players and the best Kiwi players play together. See those combinations. Definitely. You know those yeah. combinations that uh, obviously Origin's huge as well, and yeah. that's considered uh, an extremely tough format. But it, I, I love seeing the Australians linked together and the camaraderie they show. You know, yeah. Blues and, and Queenslanders getting together and, and, and really ripping in for their country. That disappeared, you've got to admit, that disappeared for a couple of years, didn't Did. it? Including, I think, uh, when Australia won a Four Nations tournament yep. once, you know, the Queenslanders started singing the Queensland song um, amongst the, the Aussie boys and the New South Wales guys are like, what the hell? Like, what's this all about? Aren't we one team? Like, that's that's uncalled for. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that at all. I think Mal's gotten rid of that by the sounds of it. And yeah. he's brought a real aura back. Yeah. Just having Mal Meninga has he, really brought an aura to it. Whether he can coach or not, still up for debate for a lot of people. But blokes want to play for him, don't they? So. As a man manager yeah. and as a guy, um, I mean, you know, he'd be a lot of their heroes. But if, I guess some of them now are getting to the, you know, are young enough to really not remember him playing. But yeah, yeah, you know, the legend that is Mal Meninga. I mean, gee, he's one of the greatest to ever don a jersey, and, yeah. and and the Australian jersey at that. Oh, you're terrific. Yeah, now just um starting this whole weekend off is uh, um is a, a really good fixture, uh, a curtain raiser to the Anzac Test. It's the Jullaroos playing the Kiwi Ferns, and that kicks off at five thirty. Yep. The code that supposedly mm. is light years behind the AFL. 
you'll be able to watch a yeah a, a live international women's rugby league game. So and and they're quality players. Definitely. Some of the plays they come up with, like oh. they are, and the hits are big. Yeah. Um, the passing games uh, are unbelievable. Uh, the women are it's 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 fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's just amazing. It's um, tough. <laughs> you wouldn't want to get caught in in, no. in between it. No, that'll be great. No, and uh, of course um, Friday eight pm is. Uh, is when it all happens down in down in Canberra. Um, it's it's interesting. It was uh, one way traffic last year yeah. uh, between these two sides. Um, Australia beat the Kiwis by a combined ninety to twenty two in all their fixtures last right. year, um, including that thirty four to eight win in, mm. at um, Anfield in the in the final there. Um, but that Kiwi side didn't have Kieran for, and, and he's a he's a massive. Boost huge. for them, yeah, huge. And you know, he struck up a really good combination in a short time with oh. Sean Johnson, who's his, who's his halfback. Matter of months, yeah, yeah. There's been about. I think they've only played five or six games together. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. They seem to be doing their own thing for a lot of the game. But yeah, that works. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they know what each other brings to the table, and just that timing of when of when you know of who gets the ball when. I think that's going to be really telling yeah, for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Johnson's in great form. Like he's in good form, and and Fawn's in unbelievable form. Like you said. Yeah, I don't know who you're going to go for, but I'm looking through this Kiwi side. It, I've been watching the game for a long time, and this is the strongest New Zealand side I've ever seen. It's amazing. Just um, just the talent in it. You got the halves. Um, Adam Blair, Jesse Bromwich, the captain. Yep. Um, Cody Nikarima, I'm just ra- reading out random names here. Kevin Proctor, uh, Tapao, Tuivasa Shek at the Jason back. Jason Tormalolo. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, Rapana on the wing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm tipping them. It's, it's a brave tip, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind betting that they're going to get the. You're going to back the Kiwis. Yeah, yeah. Good on you. Yeah, I'd, it's um, it's on the cards. Yeah, I it's yeah. I, I yeah. agree. It's, you still got faith in the Aussies. I've got faith in Australia. Yeah. I think, um, I yeah, I think I, I, I'm going to back Australia by yep. by a close margin by by four. And they don't have a very good record in this game, and no. that's um, linked to what linked back to what we were saying before. Um, that might be a, a factor that's played its part in in seeing it rubbed off. I think Kiwis have only won once yeah. since it started um, 17 years ago. So, and in years yeah. gone by. Um, you'd probably it'd probably be it wouldn't be much of a um, a fixture really would it? I mean Australia was just stacked like you said you can't really uh, in years gone by you couldn't really look at the um, the the Kiwi list and, and know every single player. No, exactly. Compared to now, like it's a genuine fixture and there's a lot of interest around it. Yeah. Um, Australia going on the talent pool have no right to lose this. Yeah, true. But but the Kiwis full credit to the Kiwis they've, they you know they 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 love their league now don't they <laughs> yeah absolutely they, they really do and it's a credit um to that side yeah um so it's going to be it's going to be a huge game um someone made the point i can't remember who it was peter sterling through the week said they're quite good at tournament play but mm. these one off games mm. i don't know maybe it's the fact that they're coming from a, from all sorts of locations and have to yeah. have to link up but it, but importantly the spine is is an all New Zealand Warriors spine. Yep. So there goes that, um, you know, that, yep. that uh, need to get some field time together because they get it every week. They so, do. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and in particular about this weekend, this um, Pacific Test International triple header. 
I can't wait to watch this. This is this is going to be amazing. It's going to be a really good spectacle. Mm. Kicks off um, at three fifteen p.m. with the with uh, PNG taking on the Cook Islands. Yep. It's um fifteenth fifteenth ranked um, PNG versus the twenty fifth ranked Cook Islands. So it probably will be a win to the to the PNG side here. Definitely, and um, mate, I've I did a lot of reporting in the past when I lived in Queensland. Um, Reporting on the um, on on the PNG Hunters um, in the in the Queensland Cup, yeah, mate, they're they're a phenomenal side. Like in 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 the second tier, they yeah, are yeah. fantastic. They are so tough. A little bit ill disciplined and sort of carefree. A little bit like the Warriors get sometimes, you know, oh, yeah. real ad lib. But gee, they're tough. They hit hard, they run hard, and they're fast and they're they're tough. And they love their rugby league. Definitely. Over there, PNG, they love it, and a lot of their side is made up of the PNG hunters that play in okay. in the Queensland Cup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be a great. That's going to be great. Um, yeah. It's always good to see their passion. It's um, it's you know, it's going to be a one-sided game. I think um, mm. seeing they, all that talent is there, but um, yeah, uh, the, the Cook Islands beat Wales at the 2013 Rugby League World Cup. Um, and they've got blokes like Alex Glenn and Jeff Daniella, so they're not completely, no. um, you know, void of talent. They, yep. They've got some good players themselves. So it's good that, yeah. that they've, those guys have, have put their hand up. Definitely, yeah. You yeah. really give them back to the game. I mean, they probably yeah. know that they're going to get a bit, maybe get a bit of a touch up. Yeah, maybe right. not. I guess you'd never go into a game no, thinking no. that way. But they know it's going to be not going to be easy going. No, that, and that win four years ago proved that they can. They can do it. They can get up if they if they really want to. Yeah. Uh, the next game on that um, program is Tonga versus Fiji. Uh, Fiji is seventh ranked in the world. Um, I didn't realise they were that high. Um, mm. that's, that's enormous. This is just going to be. This is going to be a terrific match. Um, Who got their Kuliuate in, in the Fiji side? Uh, in in Fiji, well, yeah, they've got uh, blokes like Wanga Blake, Kane Evans, yeah. um, Apasai Corusau, wow. <laughs> uh, Kevin Aguama, uh, Corbin Sims, uh, and of course uh, Sully uh, Vunavalu making his international debut. Fantastic! I used to report <laughs> on him as well. He was he yep. was playing. Um, for the feeder side there on the Sunshine Coast, for the Sunshine Coast Falcons, mate, he's he's, <laughs> he's, he's just great. showing off now, isn't he? Those tries that he scored yeah, against the Dragons, he's unbelievable. Yeah, and um, and Tonga have the likes of um, Will Hopawade, uh, Lady Lani Latu. We got Brenko Lee, Daniel Tupo, their, their own flying uh, winger, and uh, Manu Vadavai making his debut for Tonga. So it's, um, there's just plenty of talent Fantastic. there in that game. Yeah, just a real. This game is a belter of a game. Like yeah. whenever they match them up in the yeah. Pacific weekend test yeah. that they used to have at Parramatta Stadium. Yeah, it's just just a real hidden gem in the mm. rugby league calendar. Absolutely, so, mate. Yeah, looking forward to that one. And uh, the the last game, the, the feature game, is um, the third ranked Poms versus Samoa. And um, like the game that we were just talking about, the test match. I, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing. Wouldn't mind you know betting that Samoa is yeah. really fired up for this and. Yeah, because gives England, them a run. Yeah, yeah, and, and of course you got England with uh, having only arrived on Sunday, I think it was. Yeah, if you go to Britain, you know, to, you, you've got jet lag for two weeks, and they've been given a six-day turnaround. So, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be another factor. Definitely, in that game. absolutely. Yeah. Who are you tipping in all, in, in all of those, mate? I'd go. Um, oh, common sense. I'd, I will. I will tip England. Yeah. Um, I'll go PNG and that Tonga Fiji game. That's going to be a screamer. Mm. Um, I'll go Fiji. Yep. Yeah, just 
Um, I think I'll, I'm with you on all of those. Yeah. But yeah. it is great to see them given the opportunity to showcase their talents. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> and um, I spoke to Cooper Cronk through the week and he mm. threw a story about Jonathan Thurston that we yep. have coming up and, and he said that's what makes Thurston so good. Mm. He's so selfish and he lets players at international level do their own thing. That's where, that's where these teams get their styles from, yep. from all these um, individual players and you're going to see some real highlights over the weekend. Some big tries. Yeah, yeah. And then the last one um, is the uh, City uh, Country game at, at Mudgee. Um, as we said, that's host of Penrith players in mm. in City. Um, and it's good to see uh, Damien Cook get a start for Country. Um, yeah. Really rate him as a hooker at South. Me too. Yeah. He's tough. He's tough. He lost his teeth. Remember that shot? <laughs> yeah. he, he, he was a he was a social media superstar. He's not afraid to get hurt, is he? No, the American media picked that up. That that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's tough as. Yeah, sure. and, and Cody Walker as well for country. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think country will get up there. And let's hope they do. Let's hope if it is the last one. Yeah. Which they're saying it is mm. that the country boys get up. So yeah, yeah massive um, weekend of. Representative footy. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, obviously headed by that international match. And mate, looking at um, Rearview Mirror, yeah. our segment, mate, I, I wanted to talk about bringing back the British Lions back in the day, you know, when Australia would go over to England. They'd even call it the Ashes back then, wouldn't Yeah, they? definitely. Great Britain versus Australia. Great yeah. Britain versus Australia. And I remember I was seven years old. It was 1990, and um, it was that wonderful 19, side of 1990 playing at Wembley. It was a packed house. Yeah. Um, Australia versus Great Britain. And it was such a spectacle. And they really, they used to take it to Australia. They used to really take it to the Aussies. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mal Men- great memories of Mal Meninga and Cliffy Lyons and Andrew Eddinghausen and you know, really tough, great football. Is it time to to bring back not just not just have England there or Wales or whatever, but to, to let them combine and make them Great Britain again. Yeah, definitely, and it's also time for us to go back at the end of the year and have proper kangaroo tours. Absolutely, oh, it'd be terrific to watch them play Wigan and Leeds and go around to those towns and and you know you take a squad of. 25, 30 yep. over that year, like you used to. Definitely. Um, great exposure for young players, like, like your Moylans and yep. all, that, all that sort of thing. And I think um, either on the 86 or the 90 tour, Terry Lamb played all but one game, all but one games on that tour. He clocked up about 30, something like that. Him and Brandy Alexander just, they kept being relied on. And even the French games, they, they both got a, got a shot at, yep. at, at that fixture. And it's terrific. It's and it was good footy, and it was really hard footy. It was right on the edge of that, on the end of the hard-nosed yeah. 70s era. Yeah. Getting into the professional era, and you could see that real transition Yeah, yeah. when you, when you watch old YouTube clips. It makes you wonder, mate, doesn't it? I mean, um, how many caps Cameron Smith would have had if there was a kangaroo to That's true, year? isn't it? Mate, he'd be, he'd be up to 100 tests. Yeah, the, yeah I mean, captain, I mean, playing in his 50th test. Yeah, he's played 50. I mean, has yeah. he even been on a tour? I don't know if he... He might have been on one. Has he been on a tour? They don't really have tours anymore, no, they do, they? do they? They have tournaments that they go to, and then they play well, the last game. Was the game. last tour in 94? Um, it was. Uh, yeah. No, the last... The, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was in 94. And, and, and then the World Cup was in 95, the following yeah, year. And yeah. then they haven't done one since. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's, a, it's a massive gap. Yeah. It's um, And it's a good opportunity. I mean, the players would love it. And, and, I mean, I know they talk about, you know playing too many matches or whatever. But like you said, those fringe... You know, the benefit to the clubs, I mean, on one hand they say, oh, you know, we we don't want our players playing too much or, or yeah. whatever. 
But gee, if you had a fringy like, look at what um, Jake Trevojevic um, is doing now, coming back from that um, the Four Nations last year. He's, yeah. he's gone up another level, and he's on the bench for this match, oh. na- named in the seventeen. What an opportunity for a twenty-year-old kid, you know? That you know, and like you said, they take twenty-five players, so that's an opportunity for 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 some for some fringies to really get exposed and yeah. to be rewarded those guys that go really well throughout the final series to be rewarded yeah yeah it's it's it keeps the uh, momentum of the season going doesn't it De- definitely so and so has been added to the train on squad and definitely and supporters of those clubs yep. are still involved in the game yeah. are still interested in what ha- is what Absolutely. happening so. yeah yeah it's tough footy um, yeah for it'd be sure. great to see the British and Irish line um, British. Lions back. <laughs> Take my rugby union hat off. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, mate, I'll talk about the hero of the week. Yeah. Or the heroes of the week. Yeah, It's yeah. only the hero of the week, but I want to talk about the heroes of the week. And this goes um, to Sean White um, and Josh Reynolds um, from the Bulldogs. Sean um, has Down syndrome. Yeah. And there was a beautiful photo taken on the sideline. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Sean. Um, uh, Josh has got it. He's sitting in a chair and has his has his hamstring iced, and um, this is a beautiful photo of, of Sean, um, wrap, wrapped, got his arms wrapped around him and his head resting, or his chin resting <laughs> on Josh Reynolds' head. It's just a really beautiful moment. And um, uh, I did a bit of uh, investigating, and um, Sean's actually the son of, uh, of Lloyd White, who um, he played six games for Canterbury between 1959 and 1963, after which time... Um, he was their dressing room attendant for decades. He'd just be the guy in the dressing room. I'd go for it. He'd help them do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, unfortunately, Lloyd passed away last August. Um, oh. But Bulldogs really, Canterbury, really are the family club. And um, and Sean is now around the boys all the time. He's in the dressing room. He helps out. And, and the club and the players and the fans really love Sean. And uh, I just thought it was a, a, a beautiful uh, just a touching moment um, in, in the sport because we see so many negatives, so many negative headlines, so many sensationalist headlines. It's good to see that um, you know that part of the game is still there. It yeah. does exist, and it really does, and it should be reported on more. Definitely. Um, yeah. So it was great to see that um, that Lloyd's legacy lives on through his son Sean. So <laughs> well done, boys, uh, heroes of the week. I thought yeah. that was that was a beautiful moment. So. Good on you. Yeah, mate. Uh, and zero. <laughs> yeah, let, let me bring the um, the atmosphere down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't hate the Eels. I quite like the Eels. I'm a Westie. We stick together like Queenslanders do. But um, maybe it, 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 because it happened against my team mm. two weeks ago, this mass celebration that they do after, mm. you know, a knock-on by the opponents, it's... Jeez, it's An unforced knock-on. <laughs> unforced. That's what we're talking about. Hey, we're talking yeah. about a guy knocking on. Yeah, through no um, efforts of the opposition, and they don't do it all game. I admit mm. they do it towards the end, but they had they had Penrith covered like yep. a lot of teams have, yep. and they were just going berserk like as if they just won, uh, not the grand final, but a, a more important, more important game than mm. round six or seven at ANZ Stadium yep. against Penrith. It was, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it really backfired on them last week. They. Um, I got the win against the Cows um, mm. up at Townsville, mm. and uh, unwittingly, uh, one, one of the big boppers for Parramatta went in for a big bear hug. On, on one side, he had a Parramatta teammate. On the other, he, he caught uh, Gavin Cooper. <laughs> he wasn't very happy about being caught up in a, a celebration after a, an error from his side. It just went horribly wrong. 
Exactly yeah. right. And it's different. Okay, you put a big hit on someone, right? Yep. Uh, yep. And force a mistake. That's oh. fantastic. Celebrate. That's 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 great. Yeah. But yeah, to celebrate a mistake, an unforced error from yeah. an opposition player, even, it's pretty petty. Yeah, and even like any any mistake, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a it's a badge of honour that you've made them do it, but. You know, it's still a game to play. There is still a yeah, game. Yeah, and that's, that's, a, that's the other thing that was grating me about it too. These things, these mid midfield celebrations, they take time to form. Yeah. They take time to separate. It slows the game down. It does. Yeah. And they beat Penrith. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, mate. I'm, I'm listening to myself say this thinking, wow, what a whinger. What is <laughs> a bit of bias in there. No, of course not. Yeah. And it, it is an issue in the game. I agree with you 100%, mate. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, well... well Mate, it's been great chatting. Yeah. Um, everyone out there, thank you for joining Anthony Brown, online editor, and James Smith, assistant editor yeah. of Inside Sport magazine. Um, guys, get out there and enjoy your footy. It's oh. a, it's, it's going to be a huge weekend of action, um, uh, capped off by Australia v New Zealand. So thanks a lot for joining us, guys. Thank Catch you. Catch you next week.